This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So I pull into my garage and I'm going to the elevator. And as I'm opening the garage door... Entering into the elevator room, I see Sam there with a balloon, presents, cookies. By the way, like 20 different kinds of cookies. Look at these cookies. Wow. Uh, The most beautiful card I've ever seen with French fries, bedazzled French fries on it. The card is next level. And just him, he himself looked perfect so all these accessories well it must him. have been a special day i mean it was a special day what was it i mean well my birthday's saturday but i don't know if i'm gonna see sam until it's it's sad it's it's worth it's worth a tear monday. it's worth a moment of silence we may not see each other until monday monday night football ish but it was the best early birthday surprise i could have asked it's for it's like a pre-game show it, it really was it made birthday. it it, really it brought was. tears pre-game to my birthday. eyes and i think it was well worth it and cheers we're now to you. cheersing Taylor. With a glass of wine. I mean, this was really. <laughs> and my best birthday. friend Steph came in town Steph to surprise was a great me. Surprise. Steph was a wonderful surprise for the birthday, and I was just a little foot. And the balloon that's taking up my entire living room exactly. is really especially fun. It's pretty solid. So Taylor, um, let's catch up, shall we? Let's catch up. Uh, the birthday edition. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. I'm Sam Batesh. And You're Sam Batesh is winning right now because. He couldn't be a better podcast partner and friend. That's for sure. French fry friend forever, as I wrote in the card. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Uh, I love that. Okay, so as we do catch up, wow, uh, it is Thursday night. What a game. Wow, 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 wow. Rams and Probably Seahawks the best in Seattle. Game, the best Thursday night game we've had. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and first of all, last week when we had the oh, Packers gosh. and the Eagles, and I was here beaming in my little Eagle At like midnight, and, and I'm sick as a dog. On. That was ridiculous, <laughs> but we did it. We crushed that. And then here we are one week later, and the Rams and Seahawks game, Taylor. Tell me overall, I know you're watching this game. We're texting throughout it. We know we're going to chat right afterwards, and the game's coming down to the wire, and we think there's a game-winning touchdown pass by Russell Wilson. Well, I can't and- believe that they left. I, I can't believe they gave Seattle – or the Rams originally enough time to come back and score. Then they didn't. Then Seattle has time. Then the Rams, Seattle turns the ball over, doesn't turn it over, but Rams get possession. Then they go down and miss the field goal. Taylor. 44-yard field goal. Is that correct? I know that Greg the Leg is regretting the 44-yard miss, clearly. And I know we want to talk about this game big picture. But first of all, we have to give credit to a couple of things. The play Russell Wilson makes – to give the Rams the lead in the first place. It seems as if he's going to run into the end zone. He throws the pass to Carson, who bobbles the most perfect, easy pass in the world and then has the wherewithal to get it right back, tap his toes, and he's in. But I thought the play of the game was Tedrick Thompson, the interception mm-hmm. that was reviewed, and I was thrilled that there were eight seconds on top of the two-minute warning so that Pete Carroll was able to actually review it so that the interception stood 
And then the Rams make the stop, get the ball back, so they have another chance. And like you said, the 44-yard field goal. Now, you told me your thoughts on the game overall because just the wow, wow, wow moments. We think, it's, we think the play of the game is Russell Wilson. We think the play of the game is Tedrick Thompson. We think the play of the game is going to be Jared Goff getting them back into field goal Which, position. at the very end, when Jared did drive the ball down from their own seven. I thought the Seahawks won the game with the punt. But Goff took control of that game and put the interception it was behind him. I'm very impressed with Goff, and I got to say— Gerald Everett. Oh, what a game from Everett tonight. But, Taylor, I want to know overall here, big picture, NFC West. This game was such a swing game in that division. It was. What do you think now, looking at the NFC West after this game? I mean, so much change. It's totally up for grabs, whereas we, we came into this year thinking, okay, the Rams are probably going to dominate, then maybe the Seahawks. Well, now the 49ers are the only undefeated team left in the NFC West, which is utterly incredible in the entire nfc taylor and you told me on monday that you were all on the niners and guess what's funny it's so interesting now with the niners waiting off the bye week for monday night i know and now they're playing the browns on monday night and not only that the rams and seahawks have played five games the niners have only played three games it's so funny what thursday night football does and now we're waiting for that monday night football game and we all heard what todd Gurley said about thursday night football games he was not excited he He did not not play this game and yet it's his best game of the season right now. Yeah. Todd Gurley looked incredible tonight, and it looked like the Rams early on wanted to establish Gurley's okay. Didn't you yeah. think that? I mean, coming into and the I game, also Taylor, think, did you I think, think that it was another, be that kind of a game for Gurley? I, you know, I didn't know. I kind of thought last game they would have incorporated Gurley a little bit more. But you can just tell in his press conferences and the way that he's responding to questions from the media and just the, his attitude. He's frustrated. He's he really, really frustrated. Week. And Gurley is really a likable guy, a nice guy, and he rarely comes off like that to the media. But this yeah, he's week, been he kind of doing it a little bit salty. this summer. Well, but he's tired of the same question. He's, he's tired, tired about getting yeah. questions about his knee, and now he's tired about getting questions about carries. And I'm sorry, that just I loved that the Rams said, "All right, you're questioning Gurley. Here's Here what he we is. got. Here's what he's going to look like Thursday night." And he I do really think that in a way they are preserving on. his knee. And I think it's been made apparent that he isn't a three down back anymore. And so McVay is a genius when it comes to coaching and game planning and strategizing and play calling. And so what he's done is built a structure in which Gurley doesn't have to be a three down back no, to be Malcolm a Brown. critical piece on this offense and still a force to be reckoned with. And so what they've done is they've built weapons around him so he can still go in there and be that Look, closer, he was a, he so was to a say. dynamic and special <clears throat> player and at times the best player for the Rams on the field, which, as we know, in their best seasons, both of the last two, Gurley was their best player. All right, before we get to plenty more, by the way, the Packers and Cowboys, I know we have a ton to say about that. But, Taylor, did I tell you about Ship Station? Everybody listen up, ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even right here on your cell phone. ShipStation.com. Right now, listeners to Let's Catch Up can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code BLUE, B-L-U-E. There is no risk here, people. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. 
visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in blue. ShipStation.com. Enter the offer code blue. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen, Taylor. All right. Speaking of ship and speaking of making it happen, Packers and Cowboys on Sunday. Now, it's interesting, Taylor, as you look at the NFL slate for Sunday, we've got a ton of early games. And in the afternoon, the 4 o'clock slate, there are two games only. And I think that's because we know that the entire country is going to be watching Packers and Cowboys. This game couldn't be set up any better. I'm like as excited about this game as I was for tonight, for Thursday Night Football. There's tell a few really overall, big games. Yeah, but tell me what you think here about Aaron Rodgers going into Dallas, taking on my guy Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. So they're both 3-1. and one. They're both coming off their first loss of the season. That's right. Both of them were pretty, pretty big losses. Huge. First of all, I think the Packers feel embarrassed at what my Eagles did to them last Thursday on Thursday Night Football. Just from a defensive standpoint, that defense was on top of the world, had the most takeaways and the most sacks They were the, the most improved in, defense in the NFL. No takeaways and no sacks against the Eagles. And they really got manhandled and run all over by the Eagles running game in Jordan Howard. And now, look what happened to the Cowboys that they couldn't win a game in which the opponent only scored 12 points. Yeah. I'm sure they feel embarrassed by that as well. What do you think we're going to see on Sunday from Aaron Rodgers? Is Devontae Adams going to be playing? He's had a toe issue all week. Devontae Adams is not going to be playing He hasn't practiced. And he was clearly the best player on the field in Green Bay last Thursday. But if you look historically at what Aaron Rodgers has done at that stadium, he's won a Super Bowl in that stadium. And... We all remember the playoff game from mm. Dak's rookie season where Dak had maybe his best game of his career, and yet the play of the game belongs clearly to Aaron Rodgers, who gets the ball to Cook yeah. for the game-winning field goal. But how are you feeling about Sunday? Who do you th- I mean, really, this is such a swing game in the NFC. I it's mean, this, such a this could determine two divisions. This could determine home field advantage in the NFC. It could determine a playoff spot for one of these teams. Who do you have coming out in this one? Come on. You know I'm addicted to Dak. What do you think's happening? I know. And I want to say the Cowboys. I think that they have the better team all around. But I think that what Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are able to do and able the efficiency in which Aaron Rodgers can go down the field and score quickly is something that we don't see Dak do as often as we've seen Aaron Rodgers do. So I would have to go with Aaron Rodgers. But then again, uh, it's tough because they are in Dallas. This is a very difficult game on the road for the Packers coming off that loss. I, for some reason, and you know this, as much as I love watching Dak. It's a bigger deal if... It's a bigger deal if the Packers lose than it is if the Cowboys do. Because well, well, probably because of the way the, the, the division, division looks right now. Right. Clearly, because the Bears, the Bears are right tied. Them. Right. And right now, for the, for the Cowboys, the Giants and the Eagles are both behind them at 2-2, two and two, one game back. But we do feel like the Eagles are creeping on the Cowboys at the moment. And I think there's probably, because the Bears don't have their quarterback in Trubisky, I, you know, I'm not so sure necessarily that either one of these teams can't lose this game and still rebound to I win know, the division. I do you think that Chase Daniels is that much worse than Trubisky right I now? I don't at all. I don't at all. And we're going to get to that in a second. So the bottom line is you actually think you think the Cowboys are going to win this game at home? Or are you going with Rodgers? I mean, clearly quarterback-wise, I think you'd have to say. If, if it's down to the quarterback, you'd have to say Rodgers. 
I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I like it. Well, guess what? We hashtag agree on this one. Really? I do. I think the Cowboys. Look, it's I, time. I, it's time for the Cowboys to start utilizing Ezekiel Elliott more than they have been. I think he Zeke isn't. Got, be, he isn't getting as many targets. He hasn't been as explosive as he has as he has been in the past, but the Packers have allowed the third most points in the NFL to running back so far this season. Well, and it was all on that Eagles game because, frankly, before that, they hadn't let up much. But what the Eagles exposed is that you can run the ball against that defense. And as much as I certainly root for and love the Eagles, they're not known necessarily for an explosive running game and certainly not this season, whereas the Cowboys have built their entire identity around Ezekiel Elliott and that offensive line. And they haven't utilized him this year. And I think they're going to dominate It's time for him to eat because only because he's in my fantasy league. Of course. And everybody cares about my fantasy league. I hate it when people mention their fantasy leagues because nobody really cares. That is very true, Taylor. But guess what? This is your podcast, and you get to say whatever F you want about your effing fantasy team. But you know who dresses really well? Uh, please tell me. I'd love to know. It's you. I is was going to say Dak Prescott. Okay. You remind me so much of Dak Prescott. Really? Thank yeah. You. What a compliment. Although I don't have a bow tie. He does wear a bow tie after every game, which I'm not sure how I feel, but... It looks like you're wearing Indochino. And Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. Talk about how good men look when their suit fits well. Sam, you always look amazing when your suit fits well. Thank you very much. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. The best part is they're affordable. Almost all of their custom clothing is under $400. The process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Sam, you're a perfect example of this because you are always dressing so dapper. Thank you very much, Taylor, for that. And yes, guys, do what Taylor says. Do yourself a favor and go pick out your own fabric and your own clothing and be a man about it and tell them what you want, the way you want it, exactly how you want it. Because at this point, you know how to dress yourself. Go and do it. Trust me. You'll be very happy about it. All right. So one other fascinating game on the schedule that we're both looking at, and it's kind of fun, and it happens to not be in the United States. In London... The Bears and the Raiders, which I am interested in this game for one reason and Khalil one reason only. Khalil Mack is going to face the coach that traded him. This is the Khalil Mack Revenge game. game. It is the revenge tour for Khalil Mack. And in many ways, maybe for Gruden, maybe he thinks there's a chip on his shoulder about it. But the Raiders are coming off by far probably the most impressive game of the John Gruden era in the game they won last week in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. The Bears beat what many people are saying was the worst game of Kirk Cousins' career. So I don't know that they're giving as much credit to the Bears necessarily and the ineptitude of the Vikings' offense in that game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Vikings' offense still does have one of the – at the time, he was the number one rusher in the league in Dalvin Cook, and they were able to put a a big halt in that. He's now number two just because of that one game. Because of the Bears. He wasn't successful in it. So tell me what you think, Taylor. The Bears and Raiders in London. First of all, the game I'm is the Bears. okay. It's not at a different time, by the way. They decided not 
to move this game around time zone wise so that it would be a fair and decent time overseas. They want it to be in the same exact one o'clock Eastern slate for all of us over here, which I kind of love that, by the way. Yeah, no, I think it was too. a great decision. And yes, it'll suck for everyone that's over there. But guess what? We're over here. So I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. I actually in this game, I actually in a weird, weird way. And I know that Chase Daniel for Mitch Trubisky is not a big deal. I don't think they're losing a lot in the quarterback situation for the Bears. But I, I think the Raiders actually figured something out in Indianapolis. And I think that John Gruden's got this game circled. As much as I've heard from Khalil Mack and what he thinks of this game this weekend, I think that John Gruden also knows that he has to prove a point that he has overcome getting rid of at the time, were two of his best three players yeah. in Khalil Mack and I mean, and I, I don't Cooper. think that that decision can ever really be justified or... No. I mean, look, they drafted... It doesn't make A sense. tremendous pass rusher in Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, but... And they, had, they thought risk. that they had replaced potentially Amari Khalil Cooper Mack and Antonio has the Brown. Most sacks in the league. But Khalil Mack, not only that, he is a strip sack monster. He's not just someone who sacks. I mean, he to be disrupts yeah. games in the ultimate way that you possibly Another can. thing that I was very confused about this week is what the heck was going on with Roquan Smith. We've definitely heard a lot of rumors about as to why he was missing practice for personal reasons. And you saw Matt Nagy's press conference just saying it's a personal reason. It's a personal reason. It's a personal reason. He was very almost not obnoxious, but... No, but he's very adamant about it. Adamant about not giving anything away and, and I, I Roquan was at the facility every day, but didn't practice. I'm not sure we've heard rumors of a potential car accident, uh, look crashed it, Ferrari, not a good situation. And I think, first of all, I think Nagy's been very buttoned up in his time in Chicago. I think just in winning the division with Trubisky, the way he did hosting a playoff game, the way they did last year, I thought it was an impressive. Oh, that's my laundry. Now we know what that is. Okay, now Anna sets that up each time that we sit together for Let's Catch Up, and she <laughs> knows that we need a transitional instrument, and that is perfect, I think. Hold on, because I'm not frankly, done talking about I've got another game. All it means on. is this has to be your best point. That's what that means. You okay. understand? I'm that, about to make that my does, best that point. That signifies that okay. here is now Taylor's Follow me, guys. best point on the Bears-Raiders game. No, 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 we're moving on. I love it. Your best point overall. My best point the overall. Best In the AFC North. On your birthday pod Talk is. about how the AFC North is up for grabs. The Steelers started off the season 0-3. If they win this week and the Browns lose, we now have a new leader in the AFC North. The Steelers can lead the AFC North after starting the year 0-3. The Ravens won the first two games, lost the second two. Browns have just gone up, down, up, or down, up, down, up. We don't know what we have. We don't know what we have. I'm going to say this much, Taylor. Uh, thank you to the dryer buzzer because that is an excellent point. You're actually telling me that the Steelers by Monday night can be in first place. Yes. That's gross, as I like to say. <laughs> That's gross. actually gross. From what I've seen of the Steelers this season, I think I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. I really do. On your birthday, I apologize. I'll clean that up. But what the hell are you telling me? The Steelers can be in first place? It's almost as bad They're... as me going out on my 21st birthday and <laughs> you're, you're, ending you're up. up. <laughs> in the porcelain. I, I, I'm going to say this much. I've seen nothing from the Steelers that tells me they deserve to be in first place or that they should. And frankly... As we've discussed many times, because we've talked about the Ravens a lot, the Browns and the Ravens are a cut above 
the Steelers, and we don't even want to mention the Bengals. I am absolutely on the edge of my seat for what's going to happen on Monday night because I think it's such a fascinating swing game for the Browns or the 49ers because I think the Seahawks look like they are in clear control of the NFC West if the Niners drop a game because the Niners, yes, they're 3-0, and but I don't think anybody has been blown away by what the 49ers have done. And the Browns must capitalize on what they did to your Ravens last Sunday and show the world what they're really made of again in back-to-back weeks against San Francisco. And I think that's going to be a great game up north. But I do not want to see the Steelers in first place. All right, guess what time it is, Sailor? You know what Yay or is? nay. I think you do. Now, what we're going to do, we're simply going to grab the schedule for this week, which, by the way, it's already week five. Hello, yes, Rams and Seahawks. But we're going to take the rest of the schedule, and we're simply going to make a statement about each game. Okay, I'll start us off. Nay. All right, give me. What do you got? Arizona at Cincinnati. So Kyler Murray versus Andy Dalton, Ooh. by the way, the two most sacked quarterbacks in the league so far this wow, year. That's fun. I'm sure they're both excited about will that. Will Kyler Murray or will Andy Dalton stay on their feet Ooh. and get their first win of the year? Okay. Because neither say, one of them have a win yet. You're right. Okay. So let's say this much. So will Kyler Murray get his first win of the season? I'm going to say, how about this? I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say that Zach Taylor finds a way to rebound from that disgusting and gross game on Monday night because it was gross. Sacked eight times Dalton on Monday night football. What was that? I'm going to say that Cincinnati beats Arizona. They can hang on to their little tie, but they will not have a win. All right, Taylor, Buffalo at Tennessee, the Titans, who I can't figure out at all. But the Bills will rebound from their first loss of the season. Yay. I'm all in on the Bills. What they were able to do to the Patriots last week, uh, they didn't win. No. But but 16-10 with the ball, chance to win. Shut the Patriots down on seven third down conversions. Again, the only time they've done that, the Patriots haven't been able to do that since – or move the ball like that since 2003. Fascinating. All right. Bills are coming back. I love it. I love it. Bills Mafia has come after us, but we are strong on the Bills, and you think Josh Allen's getting this W. All right. I like it. What do you got for me now? Uh, not Mitch Trubisky. Chase Daniel Ooh. will get. It's technically a home game for the Raiders. They don't even go home it's until in November. London. They don't, I don't go home care. until it's November. It's still technically a home game for the Raiders, even though it's in London. Chase Daniel will get his first win in London. Okay, I'm gonna say nay. I do think John Gruden and the Raiders. They're, I'm sorry. I think they're. I really do. I think the Raiders have found something here, and I think they're going to be three and two at the end of this trip okay. to London. So you're I, saying I, Bears I, lose? I, yeah, I'm saying Raiders yeah, so I'm win. saying I'm saying nay for Chase Daniel, and I'm giving it to the Raiders. All right, I got another one for you. Bucks. Jameis Winston coming off his impressive 55 point. By the way, that Los was their uh, high like franchise best right? game in franchise history. It was. Yeah. I can't believe that. By the way, wow, what a game! I don't know how the Rams lost that game. All right, Bucks. At Saints, Taylor, Teddy Bridgewater will lose his first game as a starter for the Saints, yay or nay? Nay. Jameis Winston just had an amazing game, which means, you know what's coming next? Uh, yeah. So Throwing p- three interceptions. Okay. I-, I think you're right about that. Anna is nodding in the corner, the Saints fan, who, by the way, is having a spectacular season. Who thought that Teddy Bridgewater would win both of those games in Seattle and against the Cowboys? But wow. And you think they're winning again. Okay. All right. What do you got for me now? So it's Minnesota at the Giants. Yep. Daniel Jones. Oof. He's won his first two starts. He will start 3-0 and for the Giants. Uh, I'm going to say this is the first blemish. I think this is the first real test for Daniel Jones at the Giants. And I think Minnesota, frankly, 
Nay. Yeah, first blemish, by the way. I, I think he's going to get his first blemish just right in the middle of the forehead. He's going to get popped in this By one. the way, he's and just I, yeah, trying to I, I just, impl- I really imply think, that I've I think got Daniel a Jones is gonna blemish take this in the one. middle of my forehead. He's just going to take this one right in the middle of his face. Okay, you know? thank you, I, Sam. I just, thank you. I really you. think okay. that Dalvin Cook is just going to run this thing right in the middle of his forehead. Okay. I just that's that's just how I see it. I don't. It's just I don't know how I'm thinking at the moment. I sort of looking into a crystal ball. I don't know ball, if you guys can tell, but can he's see the, the first thing that Sam said to me after he said happy birthday was, right "Oh my gosh, did you get a pimple for your birthday?" He's just gonna run it right in the middle of the. Okay, thank face. you, Sam. I, just, I can't see it any other way. All right, Taylor. We don't know which quarterback is playing for the Jets at this point because Sam Darnold is still fighting mono. So the Jets will earn their first win of the season. At the Eagles on Sunday. Nay. 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 The Nay. Eagles are going to win. Eagles back-to-back wins. Yeah. Thank you. All right. What do you got for me next? Baltimore. Your Ravens. After two back-to-back losses. Yuck. Gross. Are going to go into Pittsburgh and win. They're going to bounce back. The Ravens will bounce back at the Steelers. I'm going to say yay because I just told you how gross I think the Steelers are. I don't believe in what Mason Rudolph is doing. I don't believe in the 24-point win on Monday Night Football. I'm going to say Yay, the Ravens bounce back. The Patriots will be 5-0 and after playing the Washington Redskins on Sunday. Yay, Yay or nay, Taylor? How could that be any other way? Yay. Yay, right? There's, I mean, there's no chance. We don't even know who's going to be quarterback for the Redskins. I agree with that. All right, what do you got for me next? Aaron Rodgers Oof. will go into Dallas <sighs> and get another W. Uh, I'm going to say nay. I'm going with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys for that one I just think I'm sorry we discussed it at length but I really do I think the Cowboys I think they're for real I didn't expect them to be undefeated I think there's a big overreaction to their first loss of the season against the Saints and I think they're bouncing right back this team is for real all right this one now I've had a lot of Atlanta fans Taylor reach out to me really I have I've had a lot of Falcons fans hoping their season isn't over the Falcons will find a way to buoy their one in three season with a win in Houston on Sunday, yay or nay, Taylor. I'm really torn on this game, but I'm going to say nay after I've seen their, perf- their. They just have not looked like they've. I'm with you on that because I think the Falcons' biggest win of the season was against, against the Eagles. It was against the Eagles, the fourth and three play to Julio Jones. But I think there was so much emotion wrapped up in Atlanta for losing to the Eagles two seasons in a row the way they did with a chance at the end of the game and failing yeah. both times. I just think they emotionally got up for that game, and I don't think there's much left for them. I've not been impressed with them at home. They got smashed against Minnesota in week one. I, and frankly, I don't think Marcus Mariota has ever had a better game than he did last weekend against the Falcons. I don't know what they are. I don't know what their identity is. I don't know really what they're trying to do. I haven't figured it I out. I don't think and they, they have. Right and they, I'm sorry. And they have an upper echelon quarterback in Matt Ryan, but they have not put it together this season. And I expect Houston to be licking their wounds after they lost. And they're going to bounce back. All right. We got okay. one final one. All right. I'll do it. Go for it. Give it's it to Cleveland me. Cleveland at San Francisco. So the 49ers will still be. The only undefeated team in the NFC after Monday Night Football. I'm going to say, I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say that the Browns, uh, here's why. Uh, here's why, Taylor. And I know it, look, it should make sense that the Niners, first of all, the Niners had 11 days. Not only did they have so a bye. Jimmy's going to lose at home? They didn't just have a bye. They had an extra day. It's interesting coming off the bye to also have Monday Night Football. So they've had more time to prepare than anybody. But I think Cleveland. Figured something out. I think Nick Chubb, we know this, is a special runner. 
And I think the Browns had a wake-up call to start this season, and I think they are rounding into form into the team that they thought they were going to be. And I also think the Niners, as I've said, have played over their head, and I think the undefeated— I'm going to go with the Niners. I love the Niners' front nine. I think that they've got something special going on, and nobody's really giving them credit yet. I'm going with the Niners. Okay, on this I like one. it. Undefeated still, and they would be in first place in the NFC West, and it would set up your scenario for the Steelers. Gross, being in first place. Yuck. Uh, let's catch up, Taylor. The birthday edition. Uh, yes. I hope it's been a wonderful birthday so far. And it's Sam is a Libra as well. His birthday is later in October. It's in, it's in ten days. I've set the bar fairly high. It's pretty high. And first of all, I don't need anything for my birthday. This was about your. Oh jeez, he's already That's said all it was about. <laughs> Look at the bedazzled French fry card. That's it. But yes, let's catch up. We're gonna have a lot to say Seriously, about it was Monday the Night Football. Thing. Huge Thank game. you. You're so welcome, Taylor. And I wouldn't want to be doing. I wouldn't want to be catching up with anybody oh, else except you. Oh, Taylor, that's adorable. All right, let's catch, catch up. up. Bye.